Welcome back to another episode of the Donna Talks podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here with me today. I am excited to be sitting today and recording. It's raining outside, so the vibe is nice. I am currently sipping on my coffee. One moment while I take a nice little sip there. Um, By the way, guys, this is super random, but I'm just going to throw that in there because I've been talking about this coffee to just about everyone. And that is, I really need Duncan to cut me this check because I'm about to give them a, a plug real quick. But so um Duncan has this new coffee called the Charge Coffee. And it's no secret that I absolutely love coffee. And the other day I tried it and it's supposed to have 20% extra caffeine. And when I tell you guys that I felt that 20% extra caffeine, it just went through my veins. <laughs> I really felt like I had taken two scoops of pre-workout, dry scooped it at that, and went into the gym and really killed my workout. So there's my 20 second plug to Dunkin' Donuts, but really try out that coffee. I just thought about it right now as I was sipping my coffee here at home, but okay, we have now started off the podcast episode talking about coffee, which is not the topic about today. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the art of being alone. And you guys know I always have a backstory as to how I come up with some of these topics. And for today's topic, I really just went with what I felt, something that I've been working on for some time, something that's been a big part of my healing journey and my journey for the last year, really. And I wanted to talk about this because I feel like 2020 uh, really was one of the first times that a lot of people experienced solitude. And it was because it was brought upon them through quarantine. And a lot of people had to learn how to be okay with being alone and being away from family and friends. And for many people, we're going through breakups. And this um, solitude was something that got placed into their lives without them expecting to go through this. And I think I mentioned a little bit more about this in my episode, I always like talk about the episodes that I've done already, but it's because I've actually done and covered quite a bit of topics in the 12 episodes of Donna Talks already. And the episode where I talk about finding letters from my ex, really tough episode, that one. I remember that episode had me in tears for a few days, <laughs> not gonna lie. But in that episode, I talk about choosing, you know, to be single and why I've stayed single over the last two years, over two years now, and how a lot of us really struggle with the idea of being alone. And so I wanted to talk more about that on today's episode and really get deeper into why I believe a lot of people struggle um, or are scared of being alone or simply don't even know. Like a lot of people are not aware of these things. Maybe they've heard of it. Spend time with yourself, like do things with yourself, go on dates with yourself. And to somebody that has never really had that independence in their life or that longing to spend time with themselves or they just don't know the power of solitude, they don't get it. And I was that person once. And so that's why I want to speak on this. I guess I should start off with a bit of my journey um, into 
to what it's like for me choosing and coming into this place of solitude in my life. Like, and I don't mean this by just solitude because I'm choosing to be single because that's a whole different topic, but choosing to be alone and choosing to come into this place of having um, a relationship with myself where I embrace this this place of not just singleness, but this place of solitude in my life. At one point in time, I was definitely the person that always used and had the mentality of, I'm a people person. I like being around others and I'm an extrovert because I am very extroverted, but I'm weirdly extroverted, introverted because I value my alone time like no other. But at one point in time, I really was like a major extrovert person. So I was always around others. Um, you know, if I wanted to go somewhere, I was like hitting up a friend or, you know, at that time, my significant other, and we would go everywhere together, the gym, restaurants, grocery shopping, like we literally did everything together. And it wasn't after the end, basically towards the end of my last relationship that I started to pay more attention to what it really means to have a relationship with yourself. I remember at, at one point, it was something that would come up in conversation a lot with with my ex. And I'm going to be very open in sharing this, but I think I really struggled with the idea of being alone and staying in a relationship with someone simply because we were staying together out of the fear of what was going to happen once we broke up and not necessarily because we wanted to be with each other. I'm sure somebody can relate to that. I was really scared, scared of what would happen once we went our separate ways. Bringing it to childhood because, you know, I always say (laughs) there's a root to everything, guys. And for me, I think it came, a lot of those fears of being alone have come and came at that point from my childhood and the fact that I am so close to my family and for a lot of us in childhood we're taught to be dependent on family and even in in like classroom like in elementary school if you guys remember this like in elementary school at least where I went we had bathroom buddies so you can't even go to the bathroom by yourself and yeah for quote-unquote security purposes but at the same time I feel like in school and I don't know how it is today but I know that when I was going through schooling they like were basically taught how to be dependent on other people you know um, we're taught we're not really taught independence There's a lot of other things that we're not taught that I feel like we should be taught in the school system. But I think the idea of not being taught how to be independent is a huge problem and something that a lot of us are still trying to understand today. The fact that because we are sometimes raised to be so dependent in the timeline of life events, 
you know, we go into high school, we're still depending, most of us, on our parents. Then we go to college. And in college, uh, if you went to college or if you have that experience of, you know, moving out of your parents' home after high school, you start to have your first adult experiences that require you to be independent in some way, to have to start figuring life out on your own. And those experiences can be really tough for many people. And that's kind of where a lot of us start to have to be challenged with life and with having to make adult decisions and realizing that life can get kind of tough sometimes. For many also, I believe that it's their first relationship that sometimes uh, teaches them independence, especially after that first heartbreak which I believe everyone needs to have their heart broken at least once in life because experience and the pain that your first heartbreak causes is a learning lesson that I feel like it humbles you, you know, and it brings you into a place of really having to to be with yourself after that first heartbreak. You know, if you really think about your first heartbreak... There's a lot of of vulnerability, you know, it's like that first time you've fallen in love with another human being and there's depth to that first love. Next thing you know, your heart is shattered and you're sitting around crying, you know, or just really trying to understand why it is that this person is no longer in your life. I think that that pain, that first initial heartbreak that you face is a pain that that is super powerful if you're able to allow that pain to show you about yourself. And for many people, like that doesn't happen because some people experience their first heartbreak and that first pain at a pretty young age. Like some people, it's high school. Some people, it's middle school. Uh, for myself, I think I think my first heartbreak definitely came around the high school age. And I think I like got over it in my own way but after that it was my first actual committed relationship as an adult that caused the biggest heartbreak and something that I've definitely worked through today I could say that I am so healed from that relationship and I'm in such a great place since we're on the relationship topic I wanted to bring it into this place with this conversation about after my last relationship um, and how I was saying that I started to realize why spending time with myself was important was because this person was my best friend. And as I said, we did everything together. And so I started to feel that distance being created in the relationship as the relationship was coming to an end. And I started to realize like, this might be the ending of this relationship and I know it's like probably the best decision for the both of us so I'm about to have to reprioritize my life you know and I'm not gonna lie like after we did break up it was some some months of fun you know what I mean I didn't just go straight into oh I'm gonna work on myself and become my best self no that's not what happened and so I'm speaking on that because we all have life to live at our own timing um, and each experience is created to teach us and bring us closer to the best version of ourselves and on this life journey everybody's journey looks differently but personally I can say that I don't regret you know not jumping straight into working on myself because 
that's not how my story goes. When I did come into this place of deciding to choose myself and to prioritize the relationship with myself, it did come after a series of events uh, with me sharing my time and energy with people um, that weren't really serving me, you know, that they weren't really serving a purpose in my life. They weren't adding to my life. They weren't making me a better version of myself. And when I often hear, um, men and women talk about dating and they talk about the struggles around dating, they always talk about wanting to find someone that is like them. You know what I mean? You ever hear that? People always like, I just want to find somebody that's my equal. I just want to find somebody that, you know, that gets it, that's like me. And I often say that too. But then when we're asked if we date the current version of ourselves, a lot of people can't say that they would. And so I always say, I want to become the person that I would date in every way, not just physically, not just emotionally, but mentally, spiritually, in all aspects of life. I want to be a direct reflection of the person that I'm going to attract into my life, of the person that I'm going to call my life partner forever. I think it's an exercise that we should all do, especially if you're single and you're listening to this, or even if you're in a relationship and it's a committed relationship, sit with yourself. And if you're going through a stage in life right now where you might feel disconnected from your partner, sit with yourself and ask yourself, what do you really prioritize in a relationship with someone? And if you're single um, and you've heard me talk about the power of singleness before, I've often talked about writing a letter to your future husband and the power behind that is being able to uh, carry that energy of what you prioritize, like what matters to you in a relationship and being a, being able to put that energy out there because many of us don't even know what we're looking for, which brings about many of us don't know how to enjoy time with ourselves. We don't know how to enjoy solitude, how to prioritize alone time, how to use these seasons to really become like the best versions of humans that we are in this lifetime here on earth. Embracing solitude is is a journey. You know, you're hearing me share a bit of my personal experiences with coming into this place of really being okay with being with myself, loving myself, exploring more of who I am um, through so many different things. And that's the beauty of life. Like, exploring who you are can look like so many different things. It can mean like taking those guitar lessons you're wanting or thinking about. Or for me, it's I really want to try kickboxing. I really want to learn how to dance because I really love music. Or uh, taking that solo trip if you've never been on a solo trip. Or deciding to take yourself out to that restaurant that you keep on seeing that every time you drive past it, you're like, oh, I want to go on a date there with someone. Well, take yourself on a date there. You know, there's no shame in going out and enjoying things for yourself, with yourself and for yourself. We need to normalize spending time with ourselves. We need to normalize, you know, being able to, to sit with yourself and just sit with your thoughts and just journal or meditate and just allow yourself to tune into your, your biggest fears or to tune into whatever it is that's on your mind that day. Sitting with yourself and grabbing a pen and paper and being able to just write whatever it is that's on your mind during that time. Whatever it is that comes to mind while you're sitting there with that pen and paper in hand, just write it down and just 
brain dump and allow your thoughts to flow. And I think that this is such a powerful exercise and something that I want to start doing more of myself. Because if you really think about it, a lot of us, again, back to what I was saying, that we're not taught how to be with ourselves, like how to be independent. And a lot of us, we start our days already living for someone else. We start our days like already being worried about everyone else except ourselves. Like we're not taught to wake up and meditate, to wake up and journal, to wake up and spend five minutes just breathing, just enjoying brushing your teeth, just enjoying doing your morning skincare or whatever you do in the morning. Enjoy sitting on the toilet. Like, I don't know. Like, just enjoy spending time with yourself. Like, we're not taught that. A lot of people usually wake up, you know, off the sound of their alarm. Maybe they've already pressed snooze a few times and they're waking up in a rush to go work for somebody else's dreams at a job that they sometimes don't care about. If that's not your reality, then I'm so happy for you. But for many, that is their reality. They're rushing to work for someone else. They're rushing, you know, and putting themselves already in a place of stress so early when it's basically barely 9 a.m. And there's no, there's no peace. You know, there's no stillness. There's no quiet. There's no breathing and just pouring into yourself to start a new day. There's no gratitude. At least once a day, I try to think of at least three things that I'm grateful for. Or sometimes I'll try to think of somebody that I'm grateful for that day and I'll text them and let them know that I'm grateful for them or that I love them because those little things that sound like just random things they really do add up and the more that you exercise doing those things for yourself the more that you start to come into this place of really like what I would call divine guidance and just allowing yourself to flow, just allowing yourself to be who you want to be, just allowing yourself that freedom that feels so good to just be in a place of allowing yourself to live every single day and know that you are on a journey to working towards whatever it is that your dreams are. And if anything, you're working on a journey of learning to love yourself, of learning to prioritize this time with yourself and to learning that it's okay to be alone and it's okay to be in a season of your life where you are prioritizing the relationship with yourself because truly it is the best relationship that you will ever have. The relationship with ourselves is truly the most important relationship that we will ever have in our walking life. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. I really got into flow um, because it's something that I'm so connected to in this current place in my life of really just focusing on myself. I'm so aligned with where I'm at and I'm so okay with where I'm at and it feels really good. And I'm really happy that I'm able to sit here today, record this and share this moment with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and If you enjoyed today's episode, please do share. If you share over on Instagram, please do tag me so I don't miss it. And I can thank you for tuning in and leave a rating and review and subscribe if you haven't. So you don't miss any future life talks with me. So I hope that you guys have a great rest of the day or whenever you're listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.